check one, check one. Are we recording? All right, let's go. This is the Stella and Moonbeam Show. This is. And it's a show about mental health. Yes. Today, we are talking about our bodies. Bodies. You didn't know I was going to do that. <laughs> I didn't. I was not prepared for that. Oh. Um. So today we're talking about our bodies and how we view them. Right. Body image. Right. Which is very different from physical health or... The real world a lot of the time. Yes. It's specifically how we've decided we look in our own minds. Mm-hmm. Which we've realized now, because we're so wise, mm-hmm. that it can mm-hmm. oftentimes be false image. It's wrong. Some people are fortunate enough to have body dysmorphia in the other direction and they think they look wonderful. Yes. And honestly, I would I would rather have that version of it. I know what you're saying. I would rather have that. However, it's not like it's doing them a service, actually. Like, maybe they're better walking around in their mind. Mm-hmm. And, like... They feel great. That's great. Also, you're not connected to reality. So, like, maybe you need to get some blood work done, you know? <laughs> right? Like... I see what you're saying. It clears up your mental space, but I think the actual reality is something for all of us of all body dysmorphias to strive for. Okay, you're right. Let's all get doctors. I recently, I have a therapist. Yeah. And we talk online and we have phone conversations. We don't meet in person. Do you email her? Do you text her? I email. Uh, You can send as many messages as you'd like through this particular platform. Dangerous. Which is better help. It could be. However, I practice restraint. I don't send her every thought that I have. I try and group them together into something a little bit cohesive. But it's nice because if you are having a panic attack and you are feeling really terribly in that moment, you can send that to someone who actually has experience and understands what to do to help you. Yeah. Um, And I think just having the permission to have access to her helps me. Because you it, know there's someone... She's there. There. On I'm, your team. I'm paying her. But dedicated. Yes. You have an option. Right. And it's not just a friend because I think many of us who have mental health issues sometimes feel like we're bombarding our friends. Even if you don't have mental health issues, I think people just don't want to reach out. They feel like it's a weakness in general. Yeah. Even if you're like, hi, I'm healthy. I don't want to let you know I'm vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, and that is probably true. I think that we I, just don't know. We're yeah, not, we're not mentally. Healthy. I'm not neurotypical. Yeah, but you know, I think it gets old, right? Because the depression story or the anxiety story right. is the same. Like this again. Yeah. Oh, you're not good today. Right. Cool. You weren't good one day last week too. You didn't call me when you were good. Yeah. <laughs> you never told me you were like great for four days. In I a row. didn't get a text when you were skipping last week in the <laughs> sunshine. Thanks. <laughs> But so it's, I recommend therapy to everyone, but I think it can be really, really beneficial to have like an online option because then sometimes leaving leaving the house is challenging too when you're not feeling well. Mm. So it's nice to be able to just get online. Right. You don't have to, I feel like you don't have to prepare and work yourself up so much. You could like be in your sweatpants. Or no pants. Yes, totally. In your current state, you don't have to be like, ugh. Now I have to like go see them and talk about my stuff right. and do my hair. And comb my hair. That's right? like the most challenging part to me. Oh I never want to comb my hair. Ever. Okay. But so I was talking to her and she asked me a question I felt very ill prepared for. But she said, when did you first become aware of your body? Mm. 
And I had to really think about it, but I remembered becoming very aware of my body when I was like six mm-hmm. or seven. Yeah. And like a first or second grader. Right. And I remember feeling consciously that I was bigger than my classmates and my friends. Right. And I remembered being very aware of how I would look sitting next to them in a picture. Yeah. Like being photographed and feeling larger than my friends. Yeah. And obviously we're talking now about the late 80s, early 90s. And so there wasn't a ton of body body positivity. No Bopo? (laughs) No Bopo. Hashtag Bopo was not popping in the late 80s. Hashtags were also pound signs at the time. Yeah. So pound sign Bopo. Pound sign, Bopo. And so I kind of just sat on it. You know, there's not really much you can do in the way of processing when you don't even know what's happening. Like, right. you know that you don't feel that good about your body, but who do you talk to about that? Especially in my own life when I had a mother who felt very negatively about her body. Right. So. What are you going to do? Go up to a skinny girl? I'm like, hey, you do? No. Obviously. Well, you know, what's funny. I actually remember having a friend when I was 10 and around 10, I moved from just being, like, adorably chubby to fat. Right. And I, it was a bad year. It was right when my parents divorced, and I ate all the things. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a friend who was, like, so thin. And I remember saying to her one time, like, you don't know anything about feeling badly about your body. You're skinny. And she was like, don't ever call me skinny. Mm. I hate that word. I'm not skinny. And it, and it, it was jarring, but it made me realize that... Someone that I perceive as having a, a nice body right. uh, felt really poorly about her own size she and had, had insecurities. Opposite, same problem. Opposite, same. Yeah. And so, yeah, I learned that about her. But realizing when we first became aware of the space that we take up. Right. Which obviously we're not just talking about being overweight, but we're talking about how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I did, not re- I did not view myself positively from a very early age. It's just like thinking about it now as an adult, like that's your memory. But then if you were to look outside and look at a six-year-old, like that is just, it's mind boggling. Like I would never want that little girl. Like, you know, you're in your head. You always kind of think like, oh, I'm kind of an adult as a six-year-old. But to look outside and be like, no, six, you're barely tying your shoes. No, just go play a game. Yeah. Never think about your body. Right. It's not, it's unimportant. Just use it. Yeah. Go outside. And Uh, play. Hashtag play. So what I think is really funny is when I do bring up to a friend or more commonly an acquaintance that like, I don't like the way I looked in a particular picture. They'll be like, are you kidding? You're so pretty. And I'll Mm. be like, I never said I wasn't pretty. (laughs) (laughs) You you misheard me. Yeah, that has never been the issue. That wasn't the issue. I know I'm cute. I I was not concerned about that. I said I didn't like the way I look. Yeah, you think I missed this? Yeah. But I said I don't like the way that I look, and it's my body. Which is interesting because I know exactly what you mean, but then hearing you say it right now, it is like, what? What What do you mean? <laughs> you don't like the way you look, but you do? Yeah. Well, you I like certain think, things. I still think I'm pretty. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a day that I haven't felt pretty, and I don't know if that means I'm narcissistic or what, but... I think it is. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Yeah. That's narcissism? No. Just it like might a be dash. a healthy expression of that part of the spectrum. A dash. A dash. I think for that's For good fine. measure. Um, no, but then that's interesting. Like, I'm happy for you, but can you imagine there's plenty of 
people who are either overweight now or were chubby kids or whatever have that same negative view about their size who also don't think they're pretty. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, double whams. Super bummer. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Hope you're smart. (laughs) Or funny. Or a good person. You have to be funny. Super sweet. Or the kindest. The kindest. You can't be rude and ugly. You have to be the most overtly kind. Honestly, that is a guideline I think everyone should use. If you're going to be ugly, you can't be rude. Don't you feel like, though, like, comedians are, like, hardcore, not the attractive ones who then just double down? They're like, you know what? I'm going to be rude. Right, and I'm going to be funny. I'm going to own funny. it. If you're going to be rude, oh, you have, right. to, be you have to be funny. So if you're ugly, right. you got to be ru- you got to be funny, <laughs> and then you can be rude. Then yeah, you have funny or kind, then you can go from there. That's it. Yeah. Because even the comedians who we consider babes are, like, sevens. No one thinks Dave Chappelle is fine. I bet you someone does. I don't know if his wife does, but I bet you someone She's thinks Dave Chappelle is fine. into it. Yeah. I mean, um, he's, he's cute Chris now. Rock with the new teeth. With the new teeth. And his cute? hair. His hair has really done things for his life. In my eyes. I'm not trying to give Chris Rock a complex. Okay. Can you talk to me? Can you answer my therapist's question? I don't know what my first body memory was, but I do know hearing yours, I'm very aware of when I first needed to shave. Mm. So it was either 9 or 10. You're talking pits? Okay, so I did it separately. It was first the pits and then it was the legs. But I'm speaking more specifically about the legs because I needed to shave because I was playing basketball and you play basketball in shorts. And so I was aware, like, you can get away with it on a daily basis, like, wear sleeves and wear pants at school. But I knew when I went to that basketball game, I was going to be wearing shorts. And I was super, I was freaking out. Like, I was really aware of it. And all the girls in my surrounding grades. So, like, our basketball team was fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And the older girls had already been shaving. Of course. And that was, like, the cool, like, posh thing to do. And my mom has no hair, like, under her arms, on her legs. She's a hairless She's a hairless lady. Maybe has plucked a couple of times. And so I was no concept. And I remember kind of broaching the subject with her and her just, it just, like, went right past her and being like, well, clearly this is not the door. But did you find yourself comparing your body hair to the the girls in gym class or in, in, on the team? Well, I have dark hair. So I remember one of my friends who was blonde, I remember thinking, mine's going to be obvious. Like when she doesn't shave, it's more of like an internal badge, you know, like, yeah, that's the thing. But she had the ability and I didn't like if I either forgot or like didn't, it'd be very obvious. So you had to broach this with your parents. I had to broach it. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had to approach it with my dad because, as I said, door number one, my mom completely closed. So I had to bring it up to my dad and, like, he wasn't catching my my hints. And I think so, I just snuck. I don't think I ever had a conversation with my mom's I would have snuck, razor. but that's the thing. My mom didn't have a razor. Oh, yeah. She's hairless. Right. So I, I knew, like, I can't use my dad's that looked – and it also just looked really intimidating right. to me. And so he was like, okay, I'll take you to buy it. And I was like, right, there's an urgency though. Like this isn't like, let's do that this weekend. I have a basketball game tomorrow. I just need approval. Yes. <laughs> like we're going to, I'm just going to figure it out. Did you do a cream? I did. I'm pretty sure it was like a Gillette or Barbasol, yeah. you know. I still remember exactly how that smells. 
Oh, yeah. Because my dad used it. Yeah. And that's what I started with. I used my dad's. With my mom's razor. Yeah. Oh, I used my dad's. And my dad follow-up got me like a skin to mitt. Mm, um, for ladies. For ladies. He later picked that up at the grocery store. That's nice. It is nice. But it's also like, I know he was trying his best, but like, no one really was super helpful there. There were no YouTube tutorials. No, and also like, he helped me on the physical standpoint. Like, great, so now you may remove your hair. But no one explained. There was no like conversation around it right so like looking back now i'm like i wish someone had said this is normal and it's okay you grow hair you're a mammal for god's sakes and it's okay your hair is dark the hair on your head is dark sure you know but i felt like the hairiest like monster i felt that i was masculine because all i would hear from the doctor is like oh it's just testosterone coming in so right. that gave you a complex. A super complex, which is also interesting, like now talking to girlfriends who were hairy or have dealt with hair or like waxing now, mm-hmm. I was nowhere close. I was not, like this wasn't like a unibrow situation. No shade to unibrows. No, no shade, but I can only imagine going through that, you know? No. You know, I, yes, I can relate. I really did not feel hairy at any point. But even now, I'm not particularly hairy. I have a ton of hair on my head. Right. <laughs> but that's most of it. Like, I have literally one mustache hair. What? And, and I pluck it every, like, two to three months. I just assumed you were keeping up with your waxes or threading or something. You thought through the course of our friendship that I wax regularly? Well, I, I just mean... Just never mentioned? I just assumed... Because you assume that most women? Yeah, because I just thought like, oh, you're on top of your game. I've never had an issue with it, so you must just be like keeping up. Because that's more than I can say for myself. I have one hair. Wow. And her name is Shirley. And we have a little conversation before I pluck her. I I honor her. Mm -hmm. And I I thank her Mm. for protecting my upper lip. And And your mouth, I'm assuming. I don't think that's what it's about. Oh, okay. Surely. But, you know, even now I think it's so silly because I'm 35 and I I very irregularly shave my legs. Right. Like, I'll look down and be like, oh, shit, it must have been three weeks. Yeah. No idea. Well, again, so that's the weird thing. I don't shave very regularly, much to ease dismay, I'm sure. Uh, Has he ever talked about it? He knows better than it. He won't bring that up with me. He'll be like, babe. He's not going to be like, hey, I think you need to shave because he's afraid of like, I'm like, excuse me, what now? Like, he's like, nope, never mind. You're beautiful. Love you. No, he wouldn't do that. What about your nethers? I mean, I keep them like within the region. Okay. I'm not going too hard. Is that a shave? Is that a wax? It's a shave. A... Okay. It's not like anything. Cool. Anyway, but before we start talking about my nethers, what I was going to say is because I shave irregularly now, I actually have less hair. Like, in comparison to women I've spoken to, what I've seen, what I've discussed, Mm. I'm actually not hairy. So I probably have more of my mom's genes. But the thing is, I always thought it was hairy. I thought it was like this man with just extra growth everywhere. And I'm definitely, I don't fall into that at all. You're normal. I'm my version of normal. You know, like if you are hairy, that's your normal. normal too, though. That's the thing. It's like I had this perception like you're just like some hairy beast and... It's actually not true. I I remember the first time I saw a full bush in gym class. Whoa. Like changing. And it was mm. high school. I'm going to say it was 10th grade. Why, are we, why were they even changing their underwear? Like what? 
Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I have I, a lot of questions. And it's possible now that I'm trying to I'm trying to get the visual that she could have had on panties and but you the just bush saw was it. the bush was extending. No, I got it. And I remember looking at it and I remember thinking like, "Oh shit, I'm actually not developed yet because my bush doesn't look like that." Right, so like there's no right like no, no matter what you see, we're going to be either too hairy or too big or too skinny or not enough. We're all wrong everything Mm -hmm. and it's comparison it's like you think of your body in one way and then you see a different body and you're like oh shoot is that the right way i've been doing (laughs) this wrong better version yeah that makes me think of one of my most traumatic experiences oh no which is when my father oh god took me to get my first bra what okay where why well we went to a department store Okay. I'm going to say it was something along the lines of like a Robinson's May. <laughs> because or like a Mervyn's. Or a Mervyn's. It was definitely a department store that no longer exists. No longer. And my dad came into my room and he said basically like, baby girl, you got to cover them things up. Oh. And I had, I wasn't really a tomboy, but I was always in the streets. Like I just used to play outside all the time. Wait, in the streets? What? Just in the streets of Burbank. <laughs> Just out there. I mean, I played a lot outside. I climbed trees. You were active. I was active. I definitely played a ton with boys. I wouldn't call myself a tomboy, but... You're just out there. And I was not thinking about boobies. And I always knew my mom had these big old cannons, but I was just like, I I got plenty of time before mine will settle in. Yeah. And that was false. And so at, I'm pretty sure, eight, he said, you know, we got to get you a bra. So that's not even the worst part. It's not because that's already a judgment. That's basically like you ha- you cannot be as you are. You have to contain yourself. You need to contain those. There's something wrong. And I think he was having a hard time dealing with my body. Oh, for sure. But so we went to the store and I remember very distinctly that there were training bras and they were like packaged and we had to skip right to like a B cup. What? Mm-hmm. I really? couldn't fit the Yeah, I couldn't fit the training bras. So I, I legitimately had boobies at eight, and I did not know how to handle them, and it instantly changed how I viewed myself, and I felt very insecure of how they looked. And then that's just the beginning, right? So that's at eight, and from that moment forward, I became very aware of how other people viewed me, right? especially adults. Right. And... You know, I can talk about being sexualized as a youth. Yeah, I would imagine. For three hours, but that was, that's what came to be. Yeah. You know, people often made me aware of my body in a way that I wasn't thinking about it. Nor prepared for. Right. Because my frontal lobe wasn't developed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, that's my booby story. So, um, so now that we've talked about the traumas of our past, and that was super fun reliving all of that. Yeah. How's your body, your BOPO now? Your body image? My hashtag BOPO. <laughs> so what is really interesting to me, may not be interesting to anyone else, I went to the doctor recently. That's not interesting. <laughs> That's my I whole story. I hope the story gets better. That's actually the whole story. Oh, well. So thanks for your time. Cut that. I went to get a physical. Yeah. And I had had a physical done last year. Oh, yeah. And so I'm really on top of that. Yearly. Yearly. And so I'm very conscious about maintaining my physical health and making sure that I am doing okay. I'm like right. relatively 
within the guidelines of good health. Not just slip in. Yeah. My dad is diabetic and my mom recently had a heart attack. So yeah. I have all this shit happening in my family history. Right. I don't want any of that. Nope. So I got this physical done and, you know, they weigh you. That's part of it. And so I laughed at myself because my weight is the exact same this year as it was last year. Did you do a lull? I don't remember lolling, but I, rem- I, div- I gave it a chuckle. I remember mm. giving it a hearty, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. hilarious. <laughs> I felt silly. You were the exact same weight. I'm the exact same weight. And I felt silly because over the past year, I've had all these different ideas of what my body has looked like mm-hmm. and what type of space I'm taking up. And right. I-, I should know that that's absurd anyway, because my clothes fit the exact same way they did last year. It's not like anything's bulging out. Right. Unless I want it to. Okay. Fact is, is real funny. the fact is I have decided what type of body I have and how I look and who I am in the world and all of that's fabricated. Like all of that lives inside my brain. It has nothing to do with my actual physical form. It doesn't. And also I don't imagine your conversation in between your annual physicals was like, oh my God, I must be killing it. You know, I, I would venture a guess that you were going more negative in your disconnected self-talk as opposed to being like, wow, I'm really stunning right now. You're doing a great job. You're doing amazing on the health and front. And not gaining nor losing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely felt through different different points in time that I was a massive wildebeest and <laughs> wildebeest. felt very unattractive. Yeah. No shade to wildebeests. But... You know, shout you s- out to wildebeest tuning in. <laughs> you know, you see these pictures of yourself, and you're just like, "Ew, right?" When did I start looking like that? And it's like, "Bitch, you looked like that last year too." Yeah, it's just your mind got meaner. Yes, and so that is my biggest lesson. That's the thing that I'm working on. That's my homework: is how I view myself and how I talk to myself. More importantly, because we are always having these conversations mm-hmm. with ourselves, mm-hmm. whether or not we're actively participating in that. Right. And the conversation should be one of positivity. Yeah. And it doesn't, body positivity doesn't have anything to do with your actual physical size. It's how you view yourself. Yeah. Like be healthy. Be healthy for sure. Go to the doctor, get your physical, make sure your blood pressure's right. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Right. Eat your veggies. Right. But aside from that, view yourself in a positive light. Come from love. Because if you come from love, then you can make adjustments as you need. You can be aware. Right. But you don't have to beat yourself up the entire time. Right. The challenge is to love yourself today, even if you want your physical form to be different. Right. Even if you want to improve, you have to start here. I still like me. I still like me, I'm okay. I had, had, it took someone else to tell me, like, you just can't, you can't pay attention to what you're saying, to what you're seeing. Were you, like, spiraling? Well, I had gotten my wedding dress. I mm. had it. I've had it for quite some time now, over mm. a year. So I've had many opportunities to try it on. Right. And I took pictures when I first got it. And then I like took pictures another time. I was super stoked. I was like, oh my gosh, I just did the whole 30. I've dropped some weight. Yeah. It's going to be stunning. And I zipped in way easier and saw like, mm, mm, mm. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, uh, what? And then I took pictures, and then I put the pictures side by side to when I first did it, and I was definitely, like, seven pounds lighter. Yeah. And I was like, no, I look bigger. Mm. And luckily for me, which is, this is not often the case, but luckily for me, 
like a day or two after that, I saw one of E's sisters and I told her about this and she's like, nope, you just have to discount it. You cannot like, the pictures are lying. Your mirror is lying. Your eyes suck. You have body dysmorphia. Your eyes suck. And she was so firm. Like there was, this was not a discussion. She was just like, nope, tune it out. You're done. Keep it moving. That's it. Yeah. Burn pics. That made me think, like, oh, we're not continuing in this conversation. It's like, she didn't want to have that talk with my inner critic. Right. And so she just was like, let's, nope. That's it. Yeah, she's like, you zipped up easier. Like, take some other cues because clearly your eyes suck. Right. Which, it. Which is great. She had to tell me because I don't think I could have got there on my own. And luckily this happened within a day or so of it happening. Or else, like, I would have kept telling myself this negative conversation, like, Oh, you lost weight, but you still suck, and you still got chubs. Right. It's you know? like, even if you've been working out for a while, you can still be like, oh, I'm not really seeing any improvement, so yeah. I'm terrible. Bye. Which is also really just mind-boggling that I did actually see improvement because I zipped in easier. It clearly fit me better, but I blew right on past that good yeah. news. It was like, boop, bye. Like, hate this. Hate that. And that is just our minds. Yeah. We have to be kind to ourselves. Yeah. We have to treat ourselves as we would a small child. A small child. Especially baby moonbeam. Little baby girl. Mm. With baby boobies. <sighs> so awkward. Just, I can only imagine how awkward and just all of the questions and Discovering judgments. your breasts by way of your father requiring you, you to get a bra. Yeah. Yeah, that was a doozy. That was a whopper. Real doozy ball. You got no training, bro. No training. You just went straight in. Bye. That's all I have to say about <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Stella and the Moonbeam show. We will be back with a new episode in two Tuesdays, so be sure to check back on SoundCloud or iTunes. Our theme music is by David Bowick, who is also searchable on iTunes or Spotify. While you're on your iTunes, subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave us a rating, leave us a review, and share with your friends. We really appreciate it. Are you done talking about shaving? I am now.